Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Hello, hello, hello. We are celebrating after an impressive week for Graves on Gridiron. No, let me rephrase that. A perfect week against the line for Graves on Gridiron. As the show went a perfect 3-0 against the line in our predictions, it all means that on the season, the show's record stands at an impressive 27-15 against the line. Never once to rest on our laurels, though. The challenge is to repeat it and go again as we turn the page onto week 15 in the NFL. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Welcome along. This is Graves on Gridiron. I'm your host, Richard Graves. Yes, it was a good week last weekend for the show against the line. A perfect 3-0 in the three games that we chose. But now already we're on to week 15 and the race for a place in the playoffs is hotting up. And it also means we start getting Saturday night games as well now as we enter the final four weeks of the regular season. And two of this week's three games selected do take place on Saturday evening. Of course, one of the picks last week was for the Kansas City Chiefs to cover when playing the Las Vegas Raiders. They did that and then some. It might come as a surprise then to hear the first game selected in week 15 for the show. It sees the Las Vegas Raiders travel to Cleveland to take on the Cleveland and Browns. The records of the two teams seem re- relatively similar. The Browns are on 7-6, and six, the Raiders 6-7. and seven. The line for the game is set at minus 1.5 in favour of the Las Vegas Raiders. Why might you ask? And also, when you see it initially, you'd say, I'm taking the Browns all day long because I don't mean to offend Raiders fans. But right here, right now, man for man, the Cleveland Browns are a better team. However, it's been a tough week in Cleveland. They've suffered with an outbreak of COVID. And you look at some of the players that are now on that COVID list for Cleveland and likely out on Saturday night. They include starting quarterback Baker Mayfield, top wide receiver Jarvis Landry, tight ends Austin Hooper and David Njoku, left tackle Jedrick Willis. And if all that wasn't bad enough for the Cleveland Browns, well, during this week, head coach Kevin Stefanski has also tested positive for the coronavirus, and that means he won't be on the sideline directing the team either on Saturday night. Align that with injury concerns over several defensive players as well. Cleveland have got issues. But you look at the Las Vegas Raiders, and I look, hands up, I will admit, it's hard to back the Raiders right now. In their last six games, their record is one and five. They were annihilated by the Kansas City Chiefs last weekend. I think the Chiefs were something like 35 zip up at the half in that game. If it had been a boxing match, the towel would have been thrown in. It would have been over. But if the Raiders are somehow make a late push for the wildcard spots in the AFC... Look, they're not going to have a better opportunity than this. And the bottom line is, with a 6-7 and seven record, four games to play, they do still have a chance. Albeit a fading one, they have a chance to, to claim a wildcard spot. But it, they have to win now. They likely have to win out. They certainly have to be winning a game like this where events are conspiring to help them, quite frankly. Um, but since their week eight bye, I'm not going to lie to you... They, They're not an attractive proposition. Since that week eight bye, the Las Vegas Raiders 
have a point differential across those games of minus 91. That's the worst in the NFL. They've only scored more than 16 points in a game once in their last six outings. That was Thanksgiving Day when they beat the Cowboys and people were hailing it as perhaps a turning point for the Raiders. And now we're going to see the real Raiders show up. We haven't seen anything like it since that Thanksgiving game. They have to win and they have to win now. And when you're playing against a team that's deprived of so many influential players, deprived of the head coach, if you are serious about being in the postseason, this is the kind of game that you have to win. And then you look at Cleveland as well, and this is what pushed me over the edge. Last weekend, they scored 24 points in the win against the Baltimore Ravens. It surprised me to see that that is only the second time in their last eight games that the Browns have reached that mark. Throw into the equation that now they're missing key players, they're missing their head coach, look as bad as the Raiders have been since week eight. This is still the NFL. It's the very top of the game. And Las Vegas are drinking in the last chance saloon as far as playoff hopes are concerned. This is a game they must win. It's a game they have to win. It's a week when they've been confirmed as Super Bowl host for 2024. I think they celebrate that this weekend by taking advantage of the misfortune of the Cleveland Browns. Take the Las Vegas Raiders to cover this spread. The Raiders at minus 1.5. Game two in this week's slate sees the New England Patriots go to the Indianapolis Colts on Saturday night. It's the prime time window. The Patriots holding, currently holding, the number one seed position in the AFC with a 9-4 and four record, taking on a Colts side whose record is 7-6 and six on the season. The opening line for this game has the New England Patriots as two-and-a-half-point underdogs travelling into Indy. The Patriots are riding a seven-game win streak. They've won eight straight games against the Indianapolis Colts, and they are an impressive 6-0 and on the road this season. Perhaps a little bit surprising when you consider their record is just 3-4 and at Foxborough, but 6-0 and on the road this season. And I love this matchup. For me, it might be one of the it might be the best matchup of the week 15 slate of games. Because after a one and four start, the Colts have now won six of their last eight games. In that span, listen to this statistic. They've only once failed to score less than 30 points in a game. And running back Jonathan Taylor has been one of the best players in the entire league during this span. This season, he leads the league in scrimmage yards. He has 1,684 so far. He leads the league in rushing yards, 1,348 to this point. And he leads the league both in rushing touchdowns and total touchdowns. He has 18 in total so far this season. He's one of only five players all time with a rushing touchdown in 10 straight games in a season. Look, in short, I think the, the game plan might be fairly simple, easier said than done. Stop Jonathan Taylor and you likely grind the Indianapolis Colts to a halt. But like I say, easier said than done. Fortunately for New England, they bring with them the top defense in points allowed in the league. They're giving up an average of just 15.4 points per game. But it's been in the, the last five games when they've been really stingy, really impressive. Across those five games, 
they've given up a total of just 36 points. And let's not forget that their own running game offensively isn't too shoddy either. They've Their run game ranks ninth in the NFL. And you look at the last time that they played before their bye week, they only threw the ball three times in a road win in Buffalo. Mac Jones completed two or three passes in this game. Basically, Bill Belichick said, right, we are going to run the ball in tough conditions. It's down to the Bills to stop us. And Buffalo couldn't. They couldn't stop the run game for the New England Patriots. New England run out 14-10 winners in that game. Uh, it's it's easy to see why that this is going to be one of the more eagerly anticipated matchups. That's why it's in the primetime window on Saturday night, without a doubt. New England, like I said, coming off a bye week. And that means Bill Belichick has had an extra week to scheme for Carson Wentz. And if we know anything about um, a Bill Belichick defence, we know that he takes away an opponent's best player. Well, I've highlighted Jonathan Taylor. For me, this isn't even a debate. Jonathan Taylor is the best player in, in this Indianapolis Colts offence. Um, look, Carson Wentz has improved this season. It's why Frank Reich and the Colts organisation made the trade to bring him from the Philadelphia Eagles to the Colts. He's a better player than we've seen in the last couple of years, without uh, without a doubt. However, if you're laying a game plan on the line, and on one hand you've got a Bill Belichick defense, and on the other you've got a Carson Wentz-led offense, and you're effectively saying, right, we're, we're putting this on you, Carson, because we're going to focus all our um, efforts on snuffing out Jonathan Taylor in that matchup, as improved as Carson Wentz is, I'm taking the Bill Belichick-led defense. Defense wins championships. Heck, New England have made a habit of winning championships over the last two decades. Give me New England in this matchup. I'm surprised they're two and a half point underdogs. Take the Patriots at plus 2.5. Graves on Gridiron. Okay, the final game of three selected against the line this weekend. On paper, it might not seem the most glamorous, but it's certainly been one that uh, has received a lot of headlines coming into it over the last couple of days. Now, it is the Houston Texans, the 2-11 Houston Texans, travelling to Jacksonville to take on the 2-11 Jacksonville Jaguars, minus their now former head coach, Urban Meyer. The opening line for Jacksonville has them at three-and-a-half-point favourites. Well, they've only won two games this season, and their biggest margin of victory, of victory across those two games is three points. So it will be have to be their biggest margin of victory this season to cover it. But I'm going to take Jacksonville in this game, and I'll tell you why. It's been a tumultuous week uh, for the Jags. We're just 11 months removed from a press conference in which Shad Khan, beaming, um, was with Urban Meyer uh, as he appointed him the new head coach there in Jacksonville. But just 11 months later, Shad Khan has now fired Urban Meyer. It comes amid a, a backdrop of several off-the-field stories, if you're not familiar with this situation, surrounding Urban Meyer and a dismal season, which so far across 13 games has resulted in a, a, just two wins, that 2-11 record. In short, the Urban Meyer experiment has been a disaster. And from what I'm hearing and multiple reports, it really doesn't sound as if too many players are sorry to see Urban Meyer leaving Jacksonville either, which may as much as anything else point to the culture and the atmosphere in that Jaguars locker room. 
um, from the emergence of a video fairly early on in the season, which emerged of Urban Meyer sat in a bar with a woman who was not his wife after deciding not to fly back to Jacksonville with the rest of the team following a loss to Cincinnati, to allegations that he kicked uh, then Jacksonville Jaguars kicker Josh Lambeau um, during pre-season, to stories alleging that he called his assistant coaches losers and asked them to justify their positions. It appears Urban Meyer has managed to make himself headline news pretty much since taking over uh, the Jaguars, whilst all along you've got his rookie number one overall pick, quarterback Trevor Lawrence. And let's be honest, in the last month and a half or so, Trevor Lawrence's name has hardly been mentioned, period. That's quite a feat to make yourself as head coach the the new story ahead of your top draft pick, who was a top draft pick overall, uh, only back in April. It's fair to suggest, uh, I think, that there's probably an air of relief around Jacksonville following this decision. And frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if we now see that translate onto performance on the field this coming weekend. Uh, and when you throw all that into the equation, you look at who the opponents are, the 2-11 and Houston Texans, you could argue that you couldn't have better opponents. Now, I know Texans fans are going to scream at me, one of their two wins came against the Jags week one, and they put over 30 points on the board against them and, and won handsomely. Look, don't kid yourselves. Houston aren't a good team either this season, and that's reflected in their own quarterback controversy that they're going through at the moment. Remember, we're only a week removed from them benching Tyrod Taylor, announcing that rookie quarterback um, Davis Mills was going to be their starting QB for the remainder of the season. That didn't go so well in the first game uh, of that, this period when they lost 33-13 to Seattle last Sunday. Remember, a week earlier, they were shut out. Um, look, this game, as both teams' records suggest, it isn't likely to be a classic, but maybe we, we are going to see uh, the releasing of the shackles in Jacksonville now that Urban Meyer's no longer in situ. Uh, Davis Mills has yet to win a game as a starter in the NFL. Jacksonville have dropped their last seven games to Houston. Frankly, it's one of those games now, one of those matchups where something has to give. My bet is that finally, long last, if you're a Jags fan, you're going to have something to cheer this weekend. I'm going to hop on the, the Jaguars bandwagon for this weekend. Uh, it's a fresh start. Um, they, they've got Daryl Bevel as their interim head coach through to the end of the season. There's plenty of players in this Jags locker room that have got points to prove. Remember, some of them will be playing for a place either on this roster or somebody else's roster next season. I'm going to take the Jaguars this weekend. Three and a half points. It would be their biggest win of the season if they were to cover this spread. I'm taking Jacksonville at minus 3.5. OK, let's recap the three games selected from the Week 15 slate of games. First of all, the Las Vegas Raiders travelling to the Cleveland Browns on Saturday evening. Take the Raiders at minus 1.5. Second up, in that late window, the primetime window, the New England Patriots travel to the Indianapolis Colts in what could prove to be the game of Week 15. Take the Patriots as 2.5 underdogs. And then in the third final game selected... It's a battle between two teams just desperate to get a win, quite frankly. The Houston Texans travelling to the Jacksonville Jaguars 
but this could mark a turning of the page for the Jags. Take the Jags at minus 3.5. We went 3-0 last week. We're looking to repeat that this time around. There's optimism heading into week 15. Teams' playoff hopes are on the line. We're looking to improve on a season record of 27-15. and 15. Everything discussed in today's show can be found and read about in detail at www.gravesongridiron.com or you can hit me up on Twitter as well, at richardgraves1. Remember, first and foremost, this is intended to be fun, so treat it as such, but enjoy the games, enjoy week 15, and join me next week to chat some more football as we look at another slate of games in the NFL. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts and keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number one.